And may the words I speak and the words we hear be your words of life to us, our God. Amen. Last week I talked about why we would stand for the gospel. And in that sermon I talked about uh, the phrase, the word of God, which we usually use to refer to the Bible. And I suggested that actually rather than referring to the Bible, the word of God from a biblical sense actually refers to Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, Christ the Word. And I based that on John's gospel. In John's gospel... John begins by describing Christ as the Word, the Word of God that came and lived among us. The Greek word that John uses in that Gospel is logos, word. And it's a, well, it's a theological word, but it was also a philosophical term, um, a Greek philosophical term. And it's the root of our word, logic. And so another way of understanding uh, what John was saying was that Christ was the logic of the universe. The pattern by which we understand the universe. And so John was saying that in Christ, the crucified and risen Christ, we are given an image of the pattern by which we can, or the logic by which we can understand the universe, human history, and all our interactions with God. Especially all those initiated by God. Christ is the logic, the pattern of all things. That's what John says. All was created in and through and for Christ, the Logos, the Word, the Logic. Over the last week I've been uh, reading a small piece of a book by Brian McLaren, who I have talked about uh, before. Uh, And this book isn't the kind of book you just read all in one hit, it's a, um, a kind of book for study guides or reading a little bit at a time with questions at the end. And the chapter I was reading was actually about this idea of Christ being the logic or the pattern of the universe. And he says we all have patterns by which we understand things. We don't just look at what's happening around us um, and, and without applying any kind of pattern to that, think we understand it. We always bring a preconceived pattern or logic to every event in our life. Everything that we look at, we bring our preconceived patterns about how we might understand that. And he suggests there are in fact three patterns by which people understand things. And as I was thinking about that, I thought there are actually images of God which go with those patterns, those ways of understanding what's happening. And so the first pattern he talked about was the pattern of rivalry. That pattern is where the cosmos is a battlefield and where uh, all these different elements are striving against each other, competing, displacing, defeating, winning. 
And there are a lot of people who understand the universe and human history in terms of that. And I would suggest that the image of God that goes with that is Christ or God the victorious King. Who is defeating all the powers of darkness, displacing them. The second pattern that we sometimes bring to events or things that are happening to understand what's happening is the pattern of compliance, where you have to learn the rules and then you just obey them. And if you obey them, all will be good, and if you disobey them, things will not be good. You will be punished. And I would think that the image of God that goes with that is God the judge. And there are a lot of people who live their lives. You've got to learn the rules, then you've got to live by the rules. And the Bible is a book of rules. And then the third image that he talks about is the image, or the pattern, sorry, is the pattern of the meaningless mechanism. Where the universe is just a huge mechanism, and we are simply cogs in that mechanism, and there is no meaning to any of that. And that every, everyone who is trying to ascribe meaning to that is barking up the wrong tree, and we're just cogs living in this meaningless life. And, well, that's the image of God would be no God. There is no image. A meaningless life. So, what is the image of God then that Jesus presents? What is the pattern or the logic that Jesus presents? Is it any of those? Well, I would suggest that in our reading from Paul today, Paul says it's none of those. The logic or the pattern revealed in the life and the teaching and the actions and the death and resurrection of Christ is love. Love is the pattern. And in fact, John says that. God so loved the world. God is love. Now I could talk at length at this point, as some of you know, about that love. But I thought instead of me talking about that love, well, we could do... It's a fifth Sunday, isn't it? And on fifth Sundays, we don't normally listen to me at all. We should. We're breaking up into groups. So I thought, well, we'll just break up into groups instead. So there are three options for you this morning. In the back, and there are some questions that have come up. Uh, you could talk about what I've just said, and the questions are that you could talk about what stood out or surprised or encouraged or warned or helped you in what I said this morning, or you might have another response, outraged you. So you could go to the back and talk about that, or you could talk about what is your image of God, what does that reveal about how you see the logic of God. What would your life, our life, the world look like if we solely lived by the logic of love? And as we look to Lent, how might we start to live more by this pattern logic of love? What new practices might we, what new disciplines or practices might we grow to be patterned by this love? How might we grow in the pattern or logic of love? So those are some questions you might like to talk about. But if you don't feel like talking today and you'd rather be arty, well, out in the, out in the lounge there's a table set up there and there's magazines. 
and you can cut up images in the magazine and you can talk about what we what I've just talked about and make a one collage or maybe two if there's enough of you and uh, that'll be what we do for the rest of the sermon time or if you feel like being a writer and writing some poetry then there's some more big sheets there and together you can write poetry on those big sheets while talking about these or just working on your own and writing that poetry so three options for you as you explore these questions. 